What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. So again, today, guys, we're talking about five of the most common money mindset blocks that are preventing you from collecting premium fees. So when I say money mindset blocks, I believe everyone deals with money mindset blocks at some point in time in the process of building a new business. And I think because there, there's an element of building a business that really that really challenges you to find uh, I don't know, if I, I guess I word it this way, find your value, you know, find your worth. I think you also learn a lot as you build a business about uh, what people would and would not be willing to pay for. Like those guys that have been in business where you've actually got some clients and people have paid you, have you been surprised a little bit at what people would be willing to pay for? Uh, I, I have, and, I, and I've kind of grown up in that a little bit in my business. And, and I've, seen, I've seen people... I guess I've seen myself grow through the process of realizing, you know what, this is, I'm good at what I do. And this is absolutely worthy of a premium fee, you know? And I think you have to, you have to kind of grow into that confidence a little bit and that's normal. So if you're not there, if you're, if you're, if you're struggling a little bit with this, this morning, and maybe you've got, maybe you've built the brand, maybe you've, you've hired me, maybe you haven't hired me, but maybe you've maybe you've built the brand and you've set up the website and you've got the services and you're working on your programs and you're going th you're working through this process, but when it really comes down to pricing, you have a hard time charging anything more than a couple hundred bucks for anything because it just feels wrong to you in some way. You're, you have all these reasons or all these questions about just why you couldn't charge more than that, that that's where your block is and we gotta we gotta grow grow through those a little bit so again I, I believe everyone deals with this at some point in the process of building a new business knowing they're there right these mindset issues and knowing that the issue is mindset helps a little like that's five percent maybe helps a little but actually getting down to the meat of what those blocks actually are and clearing them from your subconscious is actually what's really necessary. Otherwise, they're going to continue to drain your energy and your ability to run and grow a profitable business as you every single time you attempt to close the sale, right? So knowing what the most common money mindset blocks are and what causes them is the first step towards removing them from your mind and from your mindset altogether. Cat said, I had a client purchase my top level package, pay for my fight, lodging, and food for four days, right? And you would think that's crazy. You would, th you would think that that's absolutely crazy. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're talking about what people would and would not be willing to pay for is not up to you, all right? But I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So let me just tell you the top five. I'm going to tell you all five of them. You can write these down. Hopefully you're taking some notes this morning. Um, and then I'm going to just going to unpack each of these five and kind of explain them and try to help you get to the root of what causes them, right? The first one that I hear all the time is, Justin, my my audience won't pay that much. My audience won't pay that much because what happens is I am, end up coaching and talking to my clients and 
um, and I'll be telling them this is what I did, this is how I worked it, this is how I would advise you to incrementally work up your pricing, and um, and then people will tell me, well, Justin, you can pay that much, but my audience won't pay that much. We're gonna talk about that one in a minute. All right, good morning to you, Tasha. Cheers and good morning to you. Thanks for coming in, buddy. The second one that I hear all the time is Justin. I can't charge that much. They will hate me. Okay, we're all unpack that one. The third one is. It's just too much for me to charge. I, coming from a perspective of integrity, like like you want to operate with integrity, and you just feel like that's too much to charge for the service that you provide. Okay, we're gonna unpack that one. The fourth one is, I can't charge that much because they might be disappointed. Okay, and the fifth one is, I can't charge that much because I'll feel too pressured to make sure they're happy. Now we're going to unpack these and and the wording and the phrasing in your mind might be slightly different but the the core theme is similar with each of these five so i'm going to unpack all five of these the first one i want to talk about is justin i can't charge that much because my audience won't pay that my audience won't pay that everybody put wrong in the chat stream all right listen this is usually i want you to get this this is this one is a is an issue of money set point Money set point is the amount of money that you believe is appropriate to pay for anything. A car, a home, a garment, your clothing, a cup of coffee, uh, furniture for your house. Those things have money set points. It's a belief that you have of what certain things should cost. Right? You almost certainly have inconsistent money set points if you're dealing with this one. And For example, you may be frugal when it comes to your car. Let's say you wouldn't spend a ton of money on a car. Someone goes out and, brands, and buys a brand new car off the lot and you're like, you realize how much that decreases in value as soon as you drive it off the lot? Okay, that's fine. They, they have a certain set point about the car that they wanna drive and they wanna sit in a car that hasn't had somebody else's butt in the seat. That's fine. That's their money set point for that car. So you might be frugal when it comes to a car, but you, inve you invest in the best organic food. Now the person who just drove off the lot in the brand new car probably goes to the grocery store and buys whatever's the cheapest thing on the shelf because they don't care about the organic food. That's a varying set point in what you believe is worth money and what is not worth money, right? The, another example is maybe you have an inconsistent set point with your closing. So you might say, you might say, um, you know, you you're frugal with your clothing in your closet but you would invest in the highest quality carpet for your home. Why? Because because just in the highest that quality carpet is easier to clean, it's more comfortable to walk on, blah 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 blah. I get that. That's fine. That's your set point about that about that carpet. That's what you determine is worthy of investment. But on the vice versa, you might have someone out there that will go to the highest quality boutiques and spend tons of money on the best clothes for themselves, but they don't care what flooring they're walking on in their car. Do you see what I'm saying? So it does, it doesn't, this doesn't mean that you're wrong or they're wrong. It just means that, it just means that there's different set points there, right? So having inconsistent money set points mean that you have varying degrees of what you believe is worth spending money on and that's very common it's very very common for all of us right but everybody put but in the chat stream with one t all right but in saying my audience won't pay that much 
you're basically laying your values on top of others and you're assuming that others have low money set points with regard to the work that you do or the transformation that you provide you might also be laying your set point values values on your particular industry altogether like like mine can collect more premium fees but yours can't the truth is though the personal development industry as a whole is a 40 billion dollar industry I said billion 40 billion dollar industry where millions of people pay thousands and thousands of dollars for help and transformation that they need every single year that's yearly 40 billion dollars a year so your perspective that your audience or your industry won't pay that much is just entirely false you are projecting your money set point feelings onto them and 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 expecting that they have a low set point issue about the transformation you provide which is which is not that's not you that's not up to you to decide somebody put that in the chat stream that is not up to me to decide Jamie just said I can't make their decision for them before I even ask them right and that's the thing I, I tell my clients all the time especially as we get into November and we start talking about Black Friday and selling season and money season and all the things you cannot project your feelings and your opinions about money onto your audience because everyone has different money set points and what you might not be willing to pay thousands and thousands thousands of dollars for does not mean that they would not be able to be not be willing to pay that amount of money for that it's not up to you to decide so that's your first one is just an I can't charge that much because my audience won't pay that or the people that I serve won't pay that wrong all right the second one and, and and as I go through each of these I want you to really really dig into your brain a little bit and ask yourself is this my issue all right is this something that do I have this belief where I feel like my audience won't pay that much the most common time that I hear this is from anybody that deals with any kind of service that is spiritual whether you're a pastor or a minister or you're or you're providing some sort of faith-based service there's automatically this connotation that people automatically say to me well Justin you know people you know people that I serve automatically feel like preachers should be doing that for free and like have they ever said that to you have they ever said that to you that's a feeling you have come on Mel Harper that's a feeling that you have you have a set point belief that preachers should work for free ministers should work for free anybody in a faith-based business or ministry should work for pennies wrong that is a set point issue you have that is a belief that you have okay you need to get past that and realize that you are worth higher your service is valuable and your audience will pay for the help that they need because they know they need that help and you are worthy of the help that you provide all right that's number one. Woo, I didn't want to preach at you this morning, but I'm just getting started. Let's keep going. Number two. Justin, I can't charge that much. They'll hate me. Can't charge that much. They will hate me. This belief comes from the idea that when you offer your service in a high-ticket offer, your audience or some people from your audience will be angry at you because they feel that you're charging too much or that you're being greedy. Wrong everybody put wrong in the chat stream this isn't about them this has nothing to do with them this is about you 
Let me just get down to the thick of this for just just a second, all right? <laughs> I'm going to stomp on some big toes here real quick, all right? There are people who complain about the price of everything. That's true. We, we, we've probably all experienced them. There are people who will complain about the price of everything. But guess what? There are also some people who don't complain about the price of anything. So I want you to ask yourself three questions. And I want you to be entirely honest with yourself. Because, listen... If you are not honest with yourself in this broadcast, if you are not honest with yourself this morning, you will not get past this money mindset issues. You have got to be honest with yourself. I want you to ask yourself these questions. First question is, do I resent other people's money and their ability to buy what they want? You Don't, don't answer that in the chat. Just be honest with yourself. Do you resent other people's money and their ability to buy what they want when they want? That's your first question. Second question is, do I frequently find myself saying that's too expensive or I can't afford that? Third question is, do I complain about what others spend their money on in a way that questions their values? If any if you if you have a maybe or a yes to any one of those questions, you have lack beliefs and resentment about money and you're assuming that other people you speak to will feel the same way. Certainly some will. You know what? Some will. There's going to be some people that'll be like that's too expensive. I can't believe you're charging that much. I wouldn't pay that. You know what? That's not your client. That's not your audience. Everyone is not your audience. Not all clients are good clients and not all money is good money. You do not want everyone's money. Believe me, you do not want everyone's money. You do not want everyone to be your client because some people are just not worth it. All right? But if you if you're answering yes or maybe to any one of those questions, you've got resentment about money. You have lack beliefs about money. And there's going to be some people that think you're too expensive, right? But the thing is, I want you to get this. Y'all with me? When you transform your mind and you become fully confident in your worth, in your mission, in your vision, and what God put you on this planet to do, you tend to attract people who feel the same about you. That's when you really start attracting your tribe. You will not attract your tribe until you become fully confident in exactly who you are, what you do, and why God put you on this planet for a purpose. But when you become when you become confidently and unapologetically you about what you do, you will attract your tribe. You will attract the tribe of people that see the value in you, that see the that see the results that you provide, that see the work that you do. They will value your time. They will value your energy. They will respect you. They will honor you, and they will pay you what you're worth. But you will never get to that level if you're constantly playing small because your lack beliefs have transferred over to your audience and you have taught them to believe that you are worth scraps. There's not a single person in this room that's worth scraps. All right? Woo. I'm preaching today. Let's go. Let's go, y'all. I'm ready to get y'all collecting some premium fees and start collecting what you are worthy to collect for the work that you do for Pete's sake. Number three, Justin, I can't charge that much because it's just too much for me out of integrity i just i can't in good conscience charge that much you would not believe the number of people that have said that to me are you kidding me listen i acknowledge you for the fact that you want to operate with integrity with your pricing 
but you are almost certainly undervaluing the service and transformation that you provide. Because the work that we do, the outcomes that we deliver are not easy, y'all. Like, what, what I do, the work that I do, the process that I have created, the systems that I have proven, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's impossible for most people. The professionals who facilitate the processes, you know, each one of us are professionals. The professionals that facilitate the processes that we have developed, the things that we do, it's a big job. There's a lot that goes into this. In a lot of cases, the things that we do and what we provide, this is a lifetime of experience being applied to one individual to help them accomplish something. The problem is people get to this point where they're like, the, the, the fact that the work that I do is fulfilling and it's important to me, that does not mean it's less valuable. Right? Another reason another reason that the it's it's just that's just too much for me, Justin. I just can't charge that much. Another reason that one comes up is the feeling that since you love your work so much, that you shouldn't be paid that much to do it. After all, we're not usually paid for our hobbies, right? Or our other fun things that we do. If that feels true for you, consider that the work you're doing is work you are doing out of love for that person that you're doing. You're being paid to build a business. So you have the freedom to operate in your calling. Finances are not the goal. Money is not the goal. Freedom is the goal. Finances is the tool. So the finances that you are receiving are giving you the freedom to be able to do what you do for as many people as possible. Like think about, imagine a chef. Imagine a chef who prepares one of the finest one-of-a-kind dishes in the world. He's been creating recipes since he was 10 years old and he's always loved cooking. Imagine that chef for just a second. Would you expect to pay less for one of his meals simply because he just loves what he does and he's been doing it his whole life? You're like, no, it's ridiculous, Justin. I'd have to pay a freaking fortune for one of his di dishes. I mean, am I ringing anybody's bell this morning? Like, why, why, why does that seem ridiculous? So we're like, no, Justin, man, look at how talented he is. That is one of a kind. He is, he, is, he is operating fully in his gift, fully in his calling. Look at what an amazing chef he is. And look at what he charges for, for, a, for a bowl of beans. <laughs> right? But then we're, we're providing months of time and energy. Systems, processes, mindset work. You're, some of y'all are restoring relationships. Some of y'all are teaching people how to, how to fully step into their purpose and their calling. My goodness, look in the mirror for a second today. You know, I challenge you, if you've got a mirror near you right now, look in the mirror real quick. Y'all got a mirror? I got a mirror. Look in the mirror and say to yourself, look at, your, look at yourself in your eyeballs and say, God gave me this gift. And he says in his word that he has a plan to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me hope and a future. God doesn't say in his word, I gave you this gift so that you can barely make it. I gave you this gift so that you can scrape by barely, just barely. But if you do everything that I've called you to do, you'll have just barely enough. I don't see that anywhere in my word. My word says, my God has a plan to prosper me and not to harm me, 
that if I honor him and give him my first fruits, he will fill my storehouses to the brim to the point that they are overflowing. In Jesus' name, amen, y'all. You, you need to check yourself and say to yourself, man, the Lord gave me this gift because he wants me to pour it out onto people. And I am worthy of the feed that that requires. My goodness. Jamie says, the blessing of the Lord make a person rich and adds no sorrow to it. Amen to that one, Jamie. I love that. Love that so much. All right, let's keep going. Number four. I'm going to keep stomping on some toes. Number four is Justin. I can't charge that much because they might be disappointed. What if they're not happy? What if they pay this fee and they're not satisfied at the end? This is tricky. I mean, that's a, that's a for real feeling. I'm going to acknowledge the feeling. The feeling that you feel is real. One of the reasons that some people shy away from high-ticket offers is that their clients achieve different levels of results. It, it's, it's a given. If you work with, with tons of people, you're going to have people that achieve different levels of results because as a coach or as what, whatever it is that you do, you're probably... If you're like me, if you're like most people, as a coach, when you when you take someone on, you know what you're capable of. You know what can happen if that person is fully invested in the process and does everything that you tell them to do. You know you know what's possible. So you're so you're envisioning the maximum level of success that a client could achieve, and you you so what can happen is you can get uncomfortable charging high ticket, knowing that some of your clients may not achieve that level of success. And the, but that's the thing. You, you can't put such a high bar on every single person that comes in contact with you because let's just be honest, not everybody will do the work 100%. Not everybody will go all in. Not everybody has the same drive to finish that certain people do, right? So, but the thing is, you need to recognize that every single person is on a different journey. And every single person you work with might be perfectly satisfied with what you're able to help them with because they have different needs and different levels and different lifestyles and different paces. But if you're always measuring their progress against your ultimate ideal, you are, you're setting yourself for failure. You're setting yourself to, to cause grief for both you and the client, and you may up, end up creating disappointment you want to avoid simply because you may become disappointed in them because they're not moving faster or farther than other people that you've worked with. You've got to get past that and realize that every single person that you work with is on a different journey and has a different pace and may have a different outcome. That's fine. That's their journey. The other thing that can come from this one, I just want to unpack this one real fast. This one can also come from a root of knowing deep down that you are not nearly as disciplined as you need to be to serve a premium client at the level that they are most likely going to expect. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again because I want you to get that. You might be dealing with a root of the knowledge deep down that you are not nearly as disciplined as you need to be to serve a premium client at the level that they most likely are going to expect. You feel that if they pay less, you won't have they won't have such a high expectation of you because to whom much is given, much is required. 
Woo! I'm telling y'all, listen, let me ask you this question. Let me just get right to the guts of it real fast. Imagine you have a premium program, your highest fee, and maybe you've never gotten a client at that level before. You have a premium program at the highest fee. Like, imagine, let me, can we just think for a second? I want you to think for a second about a something like a full-on, all-inclusive transformation that you could provide for someone. The highest level of what you do. Like, what's a number that you could charge for that that would just scare you just a little bit? Can can you can you put that in the chat stream? Just think about your premium program. Think about your premium something that you could do where you would work for someone for like six months or twelve months even. Something like if you had the opportunity, Justin, I want to have a premium program that's all inclusive with an ideal client where I can just give them the best of everything that I offer. What would you want to charge for that? Don't don't think with your mind. Think with your spirit and and put a number to that that scares you. I remember when I first really really asked myself this question the number that I put down was ten thousand dollars that scared me Tasha said five thousand it's a great number uh-huh who else has got a number put it put your number down I'm not gonna move on until everybody gives me a number let's see I put it down fifteen thousand surely I like fifteen thousand that's nice mm-hmm ten thousand was my number the first time I asked myself this question and at the time I could not even fathom selling something for ten thousand dollars like that just blew my mind you know what's your number and it doesn't have to be massive just just what's your number is it is it two thousand dollars is it fifteen hundred dollars like maybe you've been selling something for a hundred and fifty dollars and you're like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ten times that thing fifteen hundred dollars is my number or maybe you've been selling something for a thousand and you want to triple it. It's maybe it's three thousand. What what's the number? Now this is what I want you to think about. All right. So you put a number down that's a little bit scary for you, something that makes you a little bit nervous. Now I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine, imagine this. All right. So Tasha said five thousand dollars. Shirley said fifteen thousand dollars. All right. Imagine said, All right. Well, I have a surprise for you. I have the ability to go out and get five clients right now that would pay you that fee. Jamie, I love it. Jamie's like, I want to do a speaking gig. And Jamie would say, I would, I would say $5,000. I'm going to say 10, Jamie, because 5,000 is middle of the road. 10 grand for Jamie to speak on stage for 45 minutes, one time. You want, how about 10? You want to take 10, Jamie? Can I pay you 10? That's nice. So imagine I have the ability. You, you, All you have to do is give me your number. You give me your number and be like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out today and I'm going to find you five, uh, five people from your ideal audience, your target audience, that are absolutely 100% ready to dive 100% into your program and they have the money and they're going to pay you your premium fee. All you gotta do is apply your process and get to work. Imagine you got imagine you got five phone calls today, Jamie, that said, Jamie, we've heard about what you do. We've heard your podcast, and we are booking speaking gigs for the end of 2021 and end of 2022. 
and we're going to pay 10 grand. We need you to um, prepare a speech, be ready to talk to an audience. We need you to have a table prepared at the back of the room with books and programs and be ready to do that. Are you cool with that? How do we wire you the money? Imagine, Shirley, you got five phone calls today from five different individuals that said, I am ready to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. I understand your fee is $15,000. I can wire you the money right now. Imagine five people, Shirley, paid you $15,000 today. Imagine five people, Tasha, called you today and said, I'm going to pay you $5,000. I am ready to work with you. What, what's that look like? How do we get started? I want to get started right away. Can you just imagine that for a second? Now, the question I have for you is, if those five people called you today and paid you that fee today, what is that going to require of you? That's what's important right there. What is that going to require of you? If you had five people pay your premium fee today, how do you have to change? How does your schedule have to change? How much, how much more prepared do you need to be? How much more disciplined do you need to be? How much more focused do you need to be? How much more intentional do you need to be? What has to have? What 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 do you have to set aside? Because it's so busy. You're, you know, man, I holy crap! Like, imagine something. Five people paid you that premium fee today. What has to happen? You probably be like, man, Justin, I gotta I gotta block some stuff off my calendar. I gotta I gotta commit commit some more time to this. I gotta I gotta say no to this. I gotta say no to that. I gotta stop wasting time on this. I gotta stop worrying about that. I gotta stop spending all my time and energy wasting all this time and energy on this. I need to focus right here. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Are y'all listening to me? Put listening in the chat stream. Cancel a lot of meetings. You stop wasting a lot of time. You're going to start realizing what your priorities are and how much time you aren't giving to your business. I'm going to challenge you with this. I want to, I want to challenge you to have a real serious heart-to-heart -heart conversation with yourself today and ask yourself what do i need to do right now to be that person today because this is what i believe and i believe this wholeheartedly because i learned this i don't, I don't know if you're ready you're gonna have to convince me that you're ready for me to say this because i'm not sure that you're ready i need open hearts and open minds because this is probably going to sting a little bit, but it's going to sting in the way that needs to be stung. You put ready and when you're ready, if you want. I want to see a bunch of readies. I don't know. I don't know if you're ready. I might have to come back tomorrow and tell you what I'm going to say next. <laughs> what do I need to do today to be that person, Victoria? I believe I believe for many of you the Lord is protecting you by not allowing you to see an increase in your business because you're not ready because if he gave you a full schedule of clients right now you would ruin them 
you would squander them. You don't have the discipline. You don't have the structure. You don't have the routine. You don't have your mind right, your mind ready. You don't have the space set up to actually serve those people. I learned this and the Lord had to teach me this lesson and he taught it to me in a way that hurt. But he had to open my eyeballs to show me, Justin, you're not ready for the increase I'm prepared to give you. And until you suck it up, sir, and start learning how to be a disciplined, structured business owner that's ready for what I have the ability to give you, until you show me that you can be a good steward of what I've already given you, I'm not giving you more. And I had to learn this because there was a season where I had a rapid pace of growth and then it stopped. And it was so ridiculous how it stopped. Some of you guys know this about me in my early in my early years of business. I had this rapid growth when I started on Periscope and I was bringing them all in. I was taking clients as quickly as I could get them. I'm like, this is it. This is my moment. This is where I'm going. And then I hit April 2016 and the Lord took me through 30 days of famine. I went 30 days without closing one sale, not one penny. After months of growth, everything was show, everything would to me was like Justin, you're 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 moving, you're on it, you've got this. And I was like, we are. I was telling God, we are finally making it, we're finally doing this. And then the Lord dropped a wall in front of my business and said, Sir, that's all I'm giving you for now. Because you're not ready for the rest. You need to you need to clean your act up. You need to straighten up. You need to get ready. I wasn't ready. I went 30 days. 30 days not making a dime. I tell you what. There's a great quote by Charles Spurgeon that says that often when God means to make a man great, he often breaks him into pieces first. The Lord took me to my knees in April 2016. One of the hardest months of my life. I was terrified. Terrified. I had a car repossessed that month. I had, I mean, I had so much go on that month. I felt like a complete and utter failure. The Lord had to break some chains off of me in that month to get me to realize I wasn't ready. And when I finally realized, I said, all right. There's things I can't control and there's things that I can control. What I can control is how I manage my books, how I manage my finances, how I set myself up for taxes, how I get myself legally legal in this business, how I do all the things that I need to do to really truly be a business owner. And guess what? As soon as I got my entire act together and said, Lord, I am prepared. I am ready. I'm going to be a good steward of what you've given me, and I'm ready for increase. As soon as I showed him that I could be a good steward of what I already had, guess what? The doors opened, and it, and it all started flowing in. I think for some of y'all, he is protecting you. And every morning, you're getting up, and you're praying for increase, and you're praying for clients, and you're praying for him to show you the right thing that you need to do to take the step out into your business and, and see clients come in and to see the growth that you've been praying for. And he's sitting there saying, child, I've already told you what to do and what you need to do is inside your own home, inside your own heart, inside your own spirit. You need to clean that up before I'm going to expose you to a world of people that will pay you, but you have got to be a good steward for them. Because you know what, y'all? The business that I have today, 
I was praying for five years ago. The business that I have today, I was praying for five years ago. But if God had given me the business that I have today, then I would have ran it straight into the ground because I wasn't ready. Ask yourself that question today. If I gave you five premium clients that would pay you your premium fee today, how would you have to change to be a good steward of that investment? And my challenge for you today is to be that person now. Start figuring out what do I need to do now to get set up because I don't believe that if you don't ever cross that bridge in your mind where you prepare yourself to operate at that level and being ready for that level, that level will not come to you. You have to be able to handle and manage and be a good steward of that increase. Okay. Crickets. <laughs> truth and love, y'all. I'm speaking truth and love. I'm speaking from, from experience. I don't want you to have to go through what I went through, man. <laughs> I wish someone would have told me this when I first started. Justin, clean up your act, man. Get ready. Get ready. All right? Let's go to number five, your last one. Justin, I can't charge that much because I'll feel too pressured to make sure they're happy. I can't charge that much because I'll feel too pressured to make sure that they're happy. This is similar, <clears throat> excuse me, this is similar to number four, but this is more about the internal pressure that you may feel. If you need to make sure that a client is happy at all times, you are setting yourself up for failure right at the get-go. Because going through change is difficult for people. Growth is difficult for people and one of the best ways to ensure listen to me I want you to get this y'all one of the best ways to ensure a clients commitment to the process is to charge more write this down if you're taking notes when people pay they pay attention put that in the chat stream when people pay they pay attention we all know this we've all experienced this because when people get something for free or they pay a minimal fee for it their commitment to the process is, is minimal because it didn't cost them anything. I'm telling you, one of the absolute best ways to ensure your client is committed to the process that you know you need to take them through, charge more. Because when they've got some significant skin in the game, when it has cost them something, they will be more committed to the process than they would have if you had charged pennies. Because, because change is not easy. Growth is difficult. Change is difficult. Your process is going to be difficult. When people pay, they pay attention. Your clients will be more likely to stick with you through tougher coaching and more in-depth results-driven processes when you charge high ticket and focus on the outcome, not in their in-the-moment comfort with what's happening. So when you say, Justin, I can't charge that much because I feel too pressured to make sure they're happy. This is not about making sure they're happy. Your, your job is not, to, my, my job isn't to make you happy. <laughs> I tell you guys all the time, I, my mission is always to speak truth to you. And I will always tell you what you need to hear, even if it's not sometimes what you want to hear. I will challenge you straight up to make you realize that this is what's necessary. If you truly want to operate in your calling and be a successful results-driven business owner that has 
a business that, that creates a lifestyle that you desire, you've got to be ready to do the work. You've got to be ready to sweat. You've got to be ready to grind. You've got to be ready to put in the hours and do the things that most people don't. My job isn't to make you happy. You didn't hire me to make you happy. You didn't hire me to make you comfortable. You hired me to help you get to your finish line. Growth is tough. Pain is necessary. I mean, I got a, I got a statement on my wall over here that says, don't wish for it, work for it. I know that if I'm working out, if there's a, a physical physique that I want to get to, I'm not going to get to a physical physique just by just kind of jogging a little bit every day, but not ever really getting a little bit of pain or not ever really pushing myself or not really having really any sweat. If I want to get to a certain level in my physique, I have to work for it. I have to tear my muscles. I have to I have to press more than I pressed yesterday. I have to work harder than I worked yesterday. That's necessity. So when you're asked when you when you get to this point, if you are challenged with Justin, I can't charge that much because I just I just feel too pressured to make sure that they're gonna be happy. No. And really the way I looked at it, one of the things that helped me cross this bridge, and I'm gonna leave you with this, y'all. One of the things that helped me cross this bridge with pricing was to realize that, you know what, I am not your financial advisor. Unless you are actually a financial advisor. <laughs> but I don't think anybody in here is actually a financial advisor. I'm not your financial advisor. It is not my job to determine what you would and would not be willing to pay for. It's not my job to determine what you can afford. It's, it's, it's my job to recognize your gift help you become clear and confident in it and teach you how to build a business that's going to make you successful. It's my job to apply my skill to your gift, my knowledge to your business, my tools to your process and help you be successful. So when you when you're like Justin, I'm ready to build a business. I'm not thinking to myself, what can I do to make this as comfortable as possible for you? What can I do to make you happy? No, it's it's you have a gift. You you have a you have an ability. God planted something inside of you. We're going to turn that into a business. I'm going to help you. This is not going to be easy, but we're going to do it together. My mission is to see you succeed at all costs. And so when I take you as a client, my mission is to help you do what God has called you to do. That's it. My mission is not to collect your fee. My mission is not to get your money. It's to do, it's to help, it's to do my very best for you. Because when when you come to me, I believe it's a divine appointment. I believe it's a kingdom connection. I believe the Lord brought you to me because he's like, Justin, you can handle this person. I've given you everything that you need to serve them. I want you to serve them to the best of your ability. My mission is to serve you to the best of my ability. And that costs this much. It's not a matter of, I wonder if this person can afford it. I wonder if they'd be willing to pay that. No, my fee is my fee. I determine my fee based upon what I believe the Lord has put on my heart to charge for what I do. And there's a variety of variables that help me come to that conclusion based upon what I do. But I believe there's a value associated with the, pro with the process that I have and with the service that I provide. And so this is my fee. When you come to me, my mission is not to convince you that I'm worth that fee. I will not sit here and try to convince you of my value. This is my fee, period, which is why I do not negotiate pricing. I have never in my six and a half years of being in business had someone ask me to lower my prices because my price is non-negotiable. 
your price is non-negotiable. This is my fee. When you come to me, it's this is what I do. This is how I do it. I can serve you. I can serve you well. I believe that we can take you to the finish line. This is what you're capable of. This is what this is what you're going to do. This is how I'm going to help you do it. And this is where we go. Would you like to get started? This is what it costs. That's what it costs. Okay. That's what it costs. Okay. Pay it. If, if you can't pay it, like if like just because I've had the, and let's just cross this bridge. I've had people be like, Justin, I get it, but I cannot afford that. Okay. I get it. That's totally fine. I get it. So these are your options. I do not lower my price. If someone says I can't afford to pay that much, I will give them alternatives that lower the amount of service that I provide. And those lowered services have a lower price point. So if you can't pay for my premium fee, then I'll be like, all right, that's fine. This is what you wanted. You wanted all of this. You need all of this. All of this costs this much. But if, but if this is too much, then we can tear down a little bit. We can take this off and this off and this off. And if I take those things off, then we've got this one that brings the price down to this. Is that something that you can do? Yeah, I can do that. But I really want all that. Okay, well, that is this. Do you want to do that? Um, ah, I mean, we could go down here. This brings it down here. But it's less of me. What would you prefer? It doesn't matter. Can you do payment plans for this one? Yeah. But I I don't work ahead of the money. So if this is a $10,000 package, you can't, like, because I've had people tell me this, you know, Justin, your, your, you know, your premium program is, you know, eight grand or whatever it ends up being with whatever I'm providing to them. And be like, can I make payments? Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally flexible to make payments. What are you thinking? Well, I think I might be able to do like, you know, $200 a month. No, because, because I don't work ahead of the money. So basically every single payment that you make grants you a portion of my time and service. So what's, what's 8,000 divided by 200, like five, what's eight times five, 40 months. It would be like, we'd be like three years and four months. So if you paid me $200 a month, it would take us three years and four months to finish your project. That doesn't work for me or for you. I mean, it really doesn't. It doesn't work for me. I've had people be like, Justin, I can pay you $50 a month. Okay. Well, if you can do $50 a month, we're, we're not up here. We're way down here. So let's, let's figure out a very small portion of the service we can start from, bring the price way down. And then once you start generating some revenue, then maybe we can tear you up to a level. Does that make sense? Y'all? You never negotiate your price. Your price is your price. Cause the minute two things, first of all is the minute you let on to someone that your price is negotiable, you'll be dealing with that forever. Not only with that one person, because once you cross that bridge in your mind that your price is negotiable, you'll be constantly dealing with that. Your price is not negotiable. If someone can't afford your premium program, then if you have an option to tear them down to lesser service, lesser service has a lower fee. But they don't get to stay up here and just bring the price down. No ma'am, no sir.
Truth and love, y'all. So let me recap those real quick. Number one was my audience won't pay that. Bull crap. Number two, I can't charge that much. They'll hate me. Wrong. Number three, it's too much for me out of integrity. Ask yourself those those challenging questions. They might be disappointed. Mm -mm, that's an issue with you. Number four, I feel too pressured to make sure they're happy. It's not your job to make them happy. It's your job to serve them at the best of your ability with the gifting that God has given you. That's what I got for today, y'all. I appreciate you. Hopefully that one was a good one for you. Reminder, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about Facebook. Facebook rocks. I like Facebook. We're going to talk about Facebook tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be talking about um, do's and don'ts for your personal personal profile when you're operating your business. I'm going to give you some tips on how you need to be setting your personal profile up to work to your advantage. All right, join me right here tomorrow. And then just a quick reminder as well, I'll be going on vacation next week with my fam. It's our last summer vacation week before kids go back to school. So I'll be gone all next week. So tomorrow is my last broadcast for a week. Then you will not see me back until I believe it's the 16th, which is a Monday. So that's an FYI. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I want y'all to make some moves, see some growth, see some increase, make some changes. Really, I challenge you really to, to ask yourself these questions today and really just look at each of these individual things that we talked about and see, is this my issue? Is this something that I have to deal with? Because you, you're not going to see a change until you address it and clear it from your subconscious. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Jamie, I'll see you in a few minutes. Have a beautiful day, y'all. Be intentional with your time. Be intentional with your talent. Have a beautiful day, and I will see you guys all around the web. Right? Take care. God bless y'all. See y'all later.